Welcome to Central Coast Chat, the podcast all about what's happening in the Monterey County area. I'm your host, Angelica Cabral, a reporter and podcaster with the Salinas Californian, part of the USA Today slash Gannett Network. This week I spoke with Alfred Diaz Infante, the CEO of Chispa, a nonprofit that works to provide affordable housing to people in Monterey County. I spoke with him about the work his organization does and why this work is so important to him. Stay tuned until the end to hear his family's story of buying a house in the 1970s. Chispa is a nonprofit affordable housing developer, uh, but we also have a um, two other companies. We have our own property management company, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Chispa. Then we have our own general construction company, and our focus is in building affordable housing, both in terms of uh, rental housing, rental housing for families, and then uh, rental housing for uh, seniors and people with disabilities. And then we also have a home ownership program where we build single-family homes, subdivisions, and we sell them to uh, home buyers. Um, we've been around. So actually, this year we celebrated our 40th year anniversary. Um, so we were founded in 1980, and today we built over 2,300 units. We probably house about an estimate 8,000 people. Um, we own and manage about 1,500. Those units, those are our rental housing units. And then um, the balance, like 725 units, are single family homes that we've sold. So people own them. We don't really have an ongoing involvement. Um, and then, in terms of what do we do? Well, we provide affordable housing, which, as you probably know and read about and researched, uh, we're one of the least affordable places as it relates to home buyer opportunities in the whole country. I think last I checked, we were at a number three and number four, least affordable. Our uh, median home price, Monterey County, is something like seven hundred thousand, um, whereas the um, incomes are much lower. As we know, the ag industry is our largest uh, industry in Monterey County, and uh, the large workforce that earns you know, lower wages. And then we have uh, our second largest industry which is hospitality and again there's a large workforce you know people who work in the restaurants and hotels that tend to earn lower wages uh so the need for housing is is, it's 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 great and it's been like that for many years i've been here at chispa since um 1992 which is like 28 years and or as I can remember, we've always ranked as one of the least affordable places in the country, both with respects to uh, homeownership opportunities, the pricing of homes relative to what people earn, and then the rents. Right now, the rents are, it's amazing how high they are. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy high. I mean, what, like two bedrooms for like sixteen dollars to $1,800? <laughs> and how exactly does your organization work to provide affordable housing? What is that process like? If someone were to be looking for affordable housing, how would they get involved with you? Wow. Um, I could spend hours talking about that. So in terms of um, our processes, you know, we're like any other developer. We have to go through the same process as any other housing developer. And in California, because of the different uh, laws that we have in place, you know, we have what's called the California Economic um, Environmental Quality Act, which requires 
uh, a lot of in-depth study and research with respect to the impact that any future development will have. So um, it, it takes quite a bit of time to go through that process. We refer to it as the approval process, also known as in our industry as entitlements, where you're going through uh, a process with a city or a county to uh, seek approvals for a subdivision or for an apartment complex. And then we have to couple a lot of different sources of funding together to um, um, purchase property and to pay for the cost of building, whether it's a subdivision, whether it's an apartment complex. And it's, it's a very complex way of layers and layers of different funding sources. Um, so once we're ready, once we think that we're in a position where um, we're ready, for example, to accept applications for rental housing. Um, if we're building, as an example, in the city of Salinas, we focus um, our marketing of, let's say we're going to build a 60-unit apartment complex in Salinas. We will focus that marketing here in the city of Salinas um, because our, um, our goal is to house our local workforce, you know, unlike other developers, you know, mostly single family home developers or market rate developers, you know, they want to sell their homes as quick as possible at the highest price, you know, and you'll see maybe some of their ads up and down Highway 101 where they're trying to entice people from Silicon Valley to come down to Monterey County because they can buy a home for a lot lower price than we can in San Jose, for example. But Chiefs, by the way, we operate is if we're building an apartment complex or homes in the city of Soledad, you know, we focus our marketing and our efforts in that city because the idea is to house the existing workforce that um, is currently working or living in that city that needs affordable housing. And one way we do it as well is besides, you know, the normal way of either we post on Facebook or our, our web site, um, newspaper, and then uh, we'll notify some of the larger employers as well to let them know that uh, you know, teachers right now, for example, school districts, you know, they've been in contact with us over the years and as they offered, we are been a, having a hard time attracting, retaining some of our teachers, including, you know, some of their staff. So we'll notify school districts, we'll notify some of the major employers that we're accepting applications when the time is right. And the reason I say that is because, you know, sometimes it could take two years, three years or five years by the time we have acquired the property to the time that we're in a position to accept applications. We don't want to do it too early. The reason is that that information that we obtain from a um, potential renter, tenant, or home buyer, it's only good for so long, you know, because, it, you know, we, we ask for a lot of financial information. So we have to time it right. And why do you do this kind of work? What makes you interested in this or passionate about this? Oh, very good question. So um, I was born and raised in Salinas. Uh, my parents came to the Salinas Valley in 1961, and uh, they came here as farm workers. Um, you know, fortunately, they were um, back then, and they you know, would tell me stories that, that uh, back then, you know, even though at the time, you know, my mom worked in uh, local packing sheds as a farm worker. My dad started as a farm worker, but then uh, he soon after was um, um, hired as a field mechanic. So he got a little bit higher pay than the typical farm worker. 
Um, but they were able to buy a home. They bought a home here after being here for 10 years as immigrants. They bought a home in Salinas. Small home, about 1,250 square foot home. And um, that was back in 1971. And uh, and it's hard when it comes out of my mouth to even believe this, but you know they bought that home for I think like thirteen thousand dollars. You can't buy a new car for thirteen thousand dollars, I don't think. And, and at the time, that was in the seventies when you know we were building up housing for working families, so they were able to buy a home. And um, and before that, we lived in in essential what you would define as farm worker housing. And my dad was a fuel mechanic, and and they you know provided him with with a house out in middle of the farmland. Uh, this was between Salinas and Castroville. And, and I remember the, the, the transformation, you know, in, in our family when my parents became home buyers. It's, you know, it's what people still call the American dream. Unfortunately, you know, it's more and more challenging now for working families to achieve the American dream because of the high cost of uh, homes and because it takes such a large amount of, uh, of uh, down payment to be put up you know, buy a home in some cases. Um, but I saw what the difference it made in our family when my parents said, hey, wow, we made, we've achieved the American dream. We're home buyers. I mean, we own a home now. At least, you know, they were more, you know, they were making mortgage payments, but, you know, they were home homeowners. They were very proud. And I remember, still remember the pride they had when we, you know, went to the home. It was a brand new home, actually. I mean, it was newly constructed home. And it was exciting going from living in farm worker housing to living in a brand new home here in the city. So it uh, was transformational for our family. And we see the same thing with uh, many of the families that we're providing homes for. You know, we see that sparkle in their eyes of, wow, I've made it. I have a home now. And we see it when families move into nice, safe, and affordable, you know, apartments that people feel like, well, I'm really moving up. I'm really... Um, you're starting to um, on the path of that American dream where hopefully I'll become a homeowner. So that's why I do it. And, and when I see, you know, working families that are buying our homes or working families that are, you know, uh, moving into our new apartments, you know, it's like seeing my own family, you know, um, achieving that American dream. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For more of our coverage, check out our website, www.thecalifornian.com, and follow us on Twitter, at Sal News. New episodes of our podcast go live on our website every Friday at 4 p.m., and you can also listen to us on iTunes. Just search Central Coast Chat.